Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Here we go. From about the 37 and a half, right up the middle. Out of the hold of Jack Baumeister. The snap is back. The kick is away. It is up, and it is good. It's good. It's good. And the Utes have beat the Trojans at the Coliseum. And Dirt, was the kick good? I couldn't tell. It was good, baby. It was good. Joining us now on the Daily Ticker, <coughs> excuse me, is our good friend Bill Riley, the voice of Utah football at ESPN 700. Bill on Twitter. Go give him a follow there. Bill, good morning. How how did that one feel on Saturday night? Don't mock my call. Don't don't <laughs> what? don't get don't mock my call. Don't 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 rain on my parade. <laughs> if the Oregon State Beavers had won a game at the Coliseum, you'd have fallen out of the press box. Oh, don't, should, don't they did a couple of years ago. They freaked out, man. It was like a Super Bowl when they won it. It was their first one in LA since like nineteen forty two. Since the Truman administration, <laughs> man. Yeah, Utah's first thing like a hundred years was two years ago. Man. So they had only they'd only played there like three times but whatever <laughs> sure what was i mean let's get to the game bill because we're obviously utah and oregon this weekend we're excited game day's coming to salt lake city a massive matchup i when oregon when oregon state played utah i loved oregon state all week for one reason and that was because i just utah didn't have an offense man they couldn't move the ball against anybody even against weber state they were struggling now you're looking the last two weeks is it as simple as a quarterback change is it as simple as moving a safety to running back like what or is it as simple as playing usc like what has clicked for them on that side of the ball it's kind of everything. I mean, yeah. they were rotating quarterbacks, and it, it was just it was a bad idea. I mean, the old, if you have two, you don't have one. You know, it's hard to get any rhythm, especially a quarterback, if you're alternating series and things like that. And, you know, Nate Johnson's a really good athlete, but he, he struggles to, you know, he's young. He doesn't see it great. He doesn't throw it great. And well, Barnes did, and he came in, and he actually moved the ball pretty well. He threw that interception, but then he took the shot in the ribs. Anyway, it was it was that they didn't have a lot of juice on offense. They've had so many guys that have been banged up and out. Then the you know they they used Baki in short yardage, but now they've moved him there. And the other thing too is the offensive line has finally got its five best guys together. They're starting centers back, and so it's kind of a combination of all that thing. 
you know, playing Cal certainly helps. Cal's not great. Um, USC's defense is awful, but they, they had a real re- – I mean, they still have – that's the weird thing about USC. They've got really good athletes all over the place. They just yeah. – I don't know what it is, but Utah's got a little bit of a rhythm. I mean, they got really – I mean, the, the defense has been fantastic all year long, and it continues to be fantastic, but they finally have some confidence, some rhythm, and again – I don't know how big a distraction the Cam Rising thing was, but just the week-to-week not knowing, I don't think it was a horror. I mean, because he's loved by his teammates, but you know, just the uncertainty of will he be back this week, won't he be back this week, and now you just kind of know he's done for the year. This is Bryson Barnes' team. They voted the guy a captain in the locker room before the game Saturday night. He's got the C on his chest. Um, he's, you know, he's, he's not Cam Rising, but he's a really good really solid, capable guy. And you saw him Saturday night. He makes enough plays to go with that defense and some other playmakers to give him a chance. How do you feel? I, I think one part, and I, I like that you admitted this, but like a lot of teams play USC and end up having one of their best games of the season right now because that program is in a weird spot right now. Impressive as hell. Styles make fights, though, Bill. What, what do you see from the Oregon defense against this Utah offense? Well, I, I just... Oregon's the most balanced team in the league. I, I said I picked them one, two, Utah one, Oregon two on my preseason ballot because I thought in a lot of ways they were very much mere images of each other. When Cam Rising and Utah are playing well, they're they're running for two fifty, they're throwing for two fifty. The defense, Utah's defense, probably a titch better than Oregon's overall, but Oregon's defense is really good, and I just thought they were the two best balanced teams. And I still think I, I said this on my show this week. Even though they lost up in, 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 in Seattle, I'm still not convinced that Oregon's not the most balanced team in the league right now. So I, but I, I think this game, like when Utah and Oregon generally play, I think it'll come down to physicality and who kind of wins at that line of scrimmage. Both these teams, especially Utah, pride itself on that. Oregon does too. And I think if one of these two teams could kind of win at the line of scrimmage, um, I think that will, that will make things a lot easier. I think Oregon's got a little bit more juice with Bo Nix and some of those wide receivers but if you know I don't know that anybody's made Oregon one-dimensional and been able to take away Bucky Irving in that running game if you talk and slow that down because they're really good at it um, I think it gives them a real chance if Oregon's able to run the ball for 200 yards uh, they've got no chance because Nick they'll be able to make plays in the pass game too but I think it's going to kind of come down to which offensive line which defensive line has that best game on Saturday. Yeah, I think on the other side, too, the numbers that concern me, Oregon's rush defense has been really good this year, but I heard the stat that like of the seven teams that they played, I think five of the seven or six of the seven have been outside the top 100 in rushing offense, so it's not like they face an offense that can actually run the football yet. In Washington, the most prominent offense they played, which is not known for uh, running the football necessarily. The the Vaki move to running back and having all these explosive plays, w- when did this start and where did this cut? Like, was he just balling out in practice when he would, like – you know, th- they would throw it to him. Like, how did they figure out this guy's such a stud on offense? And how long has it taken them to kind of fully implement that? Because he has he has changed a lot. I know Barnes has given them a different dynamic, and I'm with you. He's unquestionably the right guy for that position. Uh, but Vaki seems to be a big play guy for them. When did they realize they had that on their hands? Well, they, they, he, he was an elite. He was a he was a slot receiver who set all kinds of records in Northern California coming out of high school. Mm. But Kyle Whittingham is a defensive guy, and he puts elite athletes on the defensive side of the football. So they've known Vaki was a great athlete. He was returning some kicks in fall camp. But, you know, the injury bug has just gotten this team like nobody else this year. 
and they needed, they just, they didn't have any juice. They just didn't have anything on the offensive side of the football that was threatening. And they said, let's try him out over there. He's not a running back. He's a weapon. What did he do? He had 140, 58 against Cal, but he had 149 yards receiving against USC. They're lining him up all over the field. He's, Again, I, I used this analogy the other day. I'm not saying he's him, but he, they're using him the way the 49ers use Christian McCaffrey. He's a slot guy. He's a wide-out guy. He's a running back guy, and he, he kind of has that same skill set. He can really run, put his foot in the ground. He's got elusiveness, and he catches the ball like crazy out of the backfield. So um, he was a matchup nightmare for SC. That poor <laughs> freshman linebacker just had no chance on the wheel route and some other places, but – I mean, he's, he's, he's added another dynamic part of this offense because they've got solid receivers, but they didn't have that it guy. Now they've got an it guy. They've got a good running back at Jaquindon Jackson. So it's just added a dynamic part of the offense that wasn't there. And you guys have seen the last two weeks. He's, you know, they're, they're having to find that sweet spot for how many plays they play him because, oh, by the way, he's one of the best safeties in the Pac-12 Conference, too. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Bill, you get to call games of a team that is incredibly well coached. I think you could really make an argument Kyle's the most underrated coach in all of college football. I think most of us out here and all through the conference give him the respect of saying best coach in the conference. And I, I think what he's done this year is exceptional given everything you've named with the injuries. I'm curious what your read on Dan Lanning is. This is a fun coaching matchup. What's your read on Dan Lanning? I like Dan Lanning. The two times I've been able to interview him at Pac-12 Media Day, I, I like him a lot. Uh, he's a Kansas City guy like me, so we've swapped some. He's a big Chiefs and Royals fan like I am, so we've we've had some fun with that too. But no, I I think I feel like I I never felt like Mario Cristobal was there. I just felt like he was a guy that took that job. I kind of feel like Dan Lanning is the Oregon coach. I just kind of feel like he's. He loves being at Oregon, and that's his program. I just kind of—I never got that sense with Cristobal. Maybe that was his personality, whatever it is. I get the sense that Lanning loves being the head coach at Oregon, and you know he's one of those old school fire and brimstone, fire him up type guys. Got that toughness about him. He's a defensive guy. Now I, I think he's a great fit for Oregon, and you know I, you know I, if I were a Duck fan, I'd be happy to have him because. You guys know it's just it's been a little bit of a revolving door, you know, since you know since uh, really kind of guess since well, Chip, I guess Chip. How long was Chip Hickey? He was there for years, four years. years. Four years. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. haven't had a coach really longer than four years really since Bellotti. Bellotti. Yeah, yeah, Bellotti. I mean, since Bellotti, it's been. I mean, Chip was fantastic. He left for the NFL. It wasn't like he left to go to another program or got fired. But since then, you know, the Willie Taggart era stuff like that. I just. I think they found a really good one in Dan Lanning. You know, you mentioned the, the injuries that they faced this year. It's almost like asking who's your favorite kid. But Kyle Whittingham's done a lot of great coaching jobs over the years. 
Where, where? I mean, we've got to see how the rest of the season finishes off and all that. And if they win this weekend, they're clearly in the mix for the Pac-12 title race. And even if they lose, they're still technically not eliminated yet. Just to like to overcome what they've overcome and to be in this spot as a one-loss team that only lost on the road on a Friday night in Corvallis against a really good Oregon State team. I mean, it just he's doing it again despite the hand that he's been dealt, which has been really tough from an injury standpoint. Yeah, it's it's funny you say that because I wrote on my note Monday morning on one of my notes for the show. It's only six, seven games in, but this might be his best coaching job. You know, they had to overcome last year um, the slow start. They got off to that. They lost those two early games. The year before, they had to overcome the death of two players in a nine-month period. That was just devastating, and that's, that's a different kind of thing. This year, you know, but even last year when they were overcoming that stuff, they had Cam rising. I mean, Cam was the guy. I mean, when you have your quarterback – this year, they've missed Rising. They've missed Keithy. It wasn't until really last week or maybe the Cal game, they had, they had all their defensive guys available. They were missing key players on defense, too. So I, from a, just from a pure football standpoint, if they're able to continue, you know, just get back to the Pac-12 championship game and play Oregon or Washington or whom, Oregon State, maybe. The, I mean, the Beavs are lurking in the weeds over there. Mm-hmm. That this, this could be one of his, if not his best, just pure – dealing with adversity, what it kind of goes to show is what we've been talking about around here, the depth of talent in this program and the mold, you know, I said Saturday night on the air and and Monday on my show, Saturday night's win was culture and coaching. That's really what it was. SC's got a gazillion five-star, four-star guys. They don't develop them. They've got a poor attitude. I mean, the, look at the players. Look at Caleb Williams. That, they all take their cues from their coach. Lincoln, you, you, you take on the personality of the guy that runs the program. And you saw what Utah did, and then you saw what, how USC acted, and that's all you needed to see. Oregon, Oregon State, they've got great coaches. They do it the right way. And that's, that's what I believe, you know, culture and coaching matter. And Utah's got really good both of those things, and I think that's – and really good talent too. And I think that's why that they, they, they've been able to kind of – you know, withstand all that they've withstood from the injury standpoint this year. Well, Bill, I know Oregon and Utes fans this week are shaking hands and like, we respect you so much. No, we respect you more. <laughs> I just want you to know, as the beaver on the show that books you to come on to the radio show, I fought and argued that we should keep having you on even when you guys go to the Big 12 and it, we don't really know what makes sense anymore for radio shows and teams we cover and <laughs> care about. But any Big 12 game that involves Utah that's massive – just want you to know, I voted for you to come back on the show. Dirt isn't so convinced. Well, this was a very cordial interview. This is like the most cordial it's ever been. Can you say something to piss everybody off, Bill? Well, I'll piss you two off. You've yeah. been promising me beer for three years, <laughs> and you two are the worst settlers up of stats and anything else I've oh, ever seen in my life. Can I can there. I pause real quick you're and say, I'm there. sorry you haven't gotten it? Dirt's been at an Oregon-Utah game. I don't know why he didn't get you the beer. You're not wrong there. Uh, we don't like to be bet welchers We also here. hung him out to dry a Pactual Media Day a couple of years ago, too. What like do you mean? We, when we left him at lunchtime, he asked us to come on a show, and we yeah, went I down said, to eat come lunch. Come over here. And- <laughs> yeah, I got an hour free. You know, I'm happy to always come on early in the morning with you guys and I'm sitting there by myself and you two are over there feasting on the buffet well look when you have off weeks the big 12 is a little dud and Utah's on a bye and you're like you know what I care about the pack too just call me I'll hop on the show I'd love to talk with you you know what we need to do is Real Salt Lake and the Timbers are they a big rivalry in the MLS not really not really okay well let's create not anymore not anymore I don't think so that could become our new rivalry what about our baseball teams when we both get baseball I mean mean, really I mean you know know, Brandon I, I know a lot about the Mountain 
Mountain West because Utah was in that league a long time. Ouch. So oh, I can give go. you any insight on, on places oh, in the Mountain the West. Hang the phone up. Hang the phone up. Never want to hear He's from not even again. playing the Beavers this weekend, and he's getting a shot in. But, hey, you're the well, only I'm team just, that's beating I'm him. Just, you know, so. you were saying it's too cordial an interview, so, <laughs> you know. Bill, that's why we love you, Bill. That's that, why we love you. That was well done. I, I think some would say that was good, good, good. That was good. Bill Riley, at Go fire up your chainsaw, okay? Yeah, ESPN 700, Bill, the voice of the youths. Hey, have a great call. Enjoy that game, man. Should be a lot of fun in Salt Lake. We always appreciate the time. See you, boys. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.